what these young bloods have to understand that this game has always been and will always be about buckets. Just attack the basket. Welcome to Buckets, brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. My name is Matt Moore. I'm the senior NBA writer for the Action Network, joined by Brandon Anderson. He's NBA Futures Analyst at the Action Network. Follow him on Twitter at Wheaton Brando and in the Action Network app under the same. The Action Network app, of course, is the best place for you to track your picks. You get up to second information where the bets, money are coming in on. You can track all sorts of cool stuff in there, including WNBA. You got our daily show, Green Dot Daily. You've got all of our great podcasts. And you've got all of our great conference finals coverage, which should continue for about three more days at most. Uh, I'm jinxing the hell out of it, but hard to argue. As Brandon, we sit here on Sunday night after the Boston Celtics have been absolutely eviscerated, destroyed, humiliated, embarrassed, devastated by the Miami Heat. Uh, I was not going to bet this game. I was not going to bet it at all. I was like, you know what? I'm out. Like, I don't know. Like, I, you know, the everyone thinks that my that Boston's the right side. And then I got like late to it and I was just like, I think Boston quits. Like th- it was like an hour before the game. And I was like, I just think Boston quits. So I dropped two units on it uh and came out in a great position on that. They're done. Like they're done. It's over. I want to talk about what we've learned from the weekend and go over some bets and because it does correlate into how we're gonna go forward. Um, we stumbled into heat plus two and a half now like look we we thought the heat would take two off of boston no matter what right i thought it was very likely that this goes seven like i i honestly like i i gave serious thought to the plus one and a half but i thought it would at least that boston would have an elimination chance in game six that's not gonna be the case uh no team has ever come back from down 3-0 um we'll get into that question here in a minute um i think there is a fair question of one thing that's happening is, look, we, we create content here and we provide you with bets. If you want to bet, we're going to talk about it and we're going to give you bets to give out. And we've done real well. Playoffs have been good. I had a terrible first round. I've killed it the last two rounds. I feel very good about myself. I don't know what to do with the C team at this point. Like, Brandon, I don't know. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, I bet them in this game because I was like, after they, at, like, with the way that Boston responded, it was enough of a gut play to play Miami. Also, like, why was Miami a dog at home? Like, wh- why? Why was Miami? Like, I understand the power rating. I know why they were a dog at home. I understand the power rating. But just, like, I'm at this point, I'm just like, books, please protect yourselves. Like, what are you, like, what are you doing? Um, and I'm sure it's because of the liability they are. But it's it's just, like, a rough scene seeing the, the Lakers or the Heat uh, as dogs at home. They are favored now, by the way, in game four, minus three. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Should I will ask you as betters. Should we have seen this coming from Miami? And it's like a like that's not a like shouldn't we? Like I don't feel that we're responsible for every possible outcome, and I'm not making excuses because like to be perfectly honest with you, I grabbed Jimmy Butler and gave it out on this podcast. Like I went on Green Dot Daily and gave out Jimmy Butler Finals MVP when it was forty to one. That ticket looks nice right now. That's not a victory lap. That's that I'm trying to tell you. Like we bet a lot of stuff on here. And I do try and cover the best opportunity across all variables. And there was definitely like there was never, never a New York Knicks 
anything for the what for the Eastern Conference or finals ever, ever. Okay. So like didn't go there. I ask you though, like, should we have seen and did we miss a window that we should have? Like, that's a bigger question. Did we miss a betting opportunity that we should have found earlier with Miami? So I think the question is is two parts. Was it likely that this was going to happen with Miami? No, it was not likely. No Miami Heat fans thought this was likely. No Miami fans expected us to be here. You've asked them on Twitter. We've got several at our workspace, in our slacks. We've asked none of the Heat fans thought this was going to happen. They thought it could. They thought their team was good enough to hang around. That's the Heat. We knew who the Heat were. We knew that. Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo plus Polstra. We knew that they would be a tough out, right? Like initially, when they lost the play-in, the first game, we said, oh, Boston dodged a bullet. That was my takeaway from that play-in was Boston dodged a bullet, but not because Boston was going to lose, but because, man, Miami would push him at least to six. And you never know. You never know if Miami shows up and pushes you, what can happen when shot variance kicks in? Well, guess what? Shot variance kicked in in a big way tonight. 55% on threes, you're going to lose that game pretty much always, especially when Boston has gone under 35% all three games on three-pointers. Like we did the stat all year, how they were 40-1 and one on 40% or more. They were 16-16 and 16 when they were under 35%. They're 0-5 in the playoffs, Boston is in that, and that is all three against Miami. I don't know what that is. Is that because... Miami's voodoo defense has forced them to miss all the threes. I'll give them some credit, but we know historically, we know statistically, three-point is variance. Boston is missing shots, and we know that when Boston misses shots, it all goes bad. The defense gets sad and doesn't lock in, and it all goes very badly. I don't know how we're supposed to project that that was what was going to happen. I don't think that there was any responsibility we, we would have had to expect that this was likely. That said, I think as betters, once we're adding in odds that things can happen and lines that we can bet and prices, we should have considered them. And we did. You have a Jimmy Butler finals ticket. I have a heat to lose to Denver, 16 to one ticket. Joe Delera gave out a heat ticket at 20 to one, I believe. Jim Turvey came on and gave out a heat ticket. Both of those guys, when they gave out that ticket, I made fun of on text. I was like, come on, the Heat, the Heat aren't going to win because it was the first question. It's it's back to the whole thing. Look, you get on my case a lot, rightfully so, because I bet these like crazy 40 to one underdogs where I'm like, but it shouldn't be that. It should be 25 to one. And your case, which is correct, is yeah, but you're going to lose. <laughs> Congrats on your 25 to one. That's actually 40 to one. It's still going to lose because that's how it goes. That still means you're going to lose the heat. We're still going to lose all our tickets that we get to happily cash potentially now all should have lost, but they should have lost not as much as the book said it was. And that's the key as betters, because if you do that enough, if you find those margins enough and play them, and that's what we do on buckets and an action network is try to find those margins and tell you to play them then you're going to win in the end. Not every time, but enough time. So I think that's what happened here is I don't think we failed anyone by missing out on the heat. I think 
they were a long shot, but never as long as the books priced them to be. And I think that's our job is to just keep finding that. And, and I guess my failure is I recognize that wholeheartedly. I played under this series, heat plus two and a half, heat or plus one and a half, heat minus one and a half. And then what did I do? I bet the Celtics in game two. And then I bet them again in game three. That's on me. That's my failure. The numbers were bad all the time. I should have just stuck with the read. Did you, well, I got two things here. Um, one, I've got a 14 to one ticket uh, alongside from May 1st. And the reason I took it was I was like, here was the thinking, like I looked into it. This is, I will just say, this is a luck thing. Everyone knows I've got a million finals connections, right? And like, I'm going to wind up on the, really in the positive because of how much I bet Denver back in like January when I was like, this team's legit before I got t- terrified by their late, late season run. Um, the re- reason I had it is I was like, well, look, it was May 1st. And I was like, I think the Nuggets are going to beat the Suns. I think they're a better team. The Heat are definitely going to beat the Knicks. They're going to beat the Knicks. And that means that the Heat basically have a cakewalk to the conference finals. And it could be a, it could be the Sixers. That was li- literally my thought process. So I was like, well, look, yeah. if Embiid actually does it. And I was like, I'm going to want Miami if it's versus the Sixers because it's the Sixers. It's Doc and it's Joel and it's, and it's Harden. Uh, and so that was my thought process. Yeah, it's that was mine like, too. <laughs> I yeah. did the exact same thing. <laughs> um, the other thing here I think is interesting. Did you bet Miami with us in game one? Oh yeah, okay. very much. So off of the raw trend, the Raheem Palmer trend about teams that are in the gum off a of seven game series and raw, raw, I've commented on it tonight. Um, we're now looking at this, at teams that come off of a game seven series. We are now looking at those teams in the next series going 36 and 50. And that's why, like, it's crazy that, that Roth found this and it is really impressive, but here's the other thing that we really should have considered. Okay. They start off in a one Oh hole. If the Celtics win game five, if they just don't implode and wet the bed versus the Sixers in round two, and they win that series in six, they probably win game one. And this is maybe one, two. And it's like, okay, the Heat are definitely here and they're in this, but Miami's just going to come back around and win game four. But because they lost that one, it sent them into a spiral. Like that entire sequence of not being able to get up for that game one in the second round, off of coming off of the seven game series, the emotional letdown, they didn't recover. It's really wild. And it's something to consider about. We think that everything starts back at zero. Yeah, thousand. And we need to not do that. We need to consider the impact of the previous series on the following series. Yeah, um, I, I'll take ahead. it a step further. I think Boston. I think that the the I think things went sideways for Boston against Atlanta when they should have just swept Atlanta right off the planet and gotten that job done easily, or at the very least, you give them one, give them the old Matt Moore gentleman sweep trademark, and give them one game and get out. But they gave them two. And what happened when they gave them two? It meant that that huge rest advantage they were supposed to have against the injured Joel Embiid disappeared. And it meant that suddenly Philly stole game one. They stole it. James Harden got the the step back and they stole it. And suddenly Joel came back in game two. And that gave Philly some life. And that pushed the series longer. And it ended up not costing Boston, quote unquote, because they survived. But yeah, it's the attrition game. And we saw that there were a bunch of Warriors years that way too, where they kind of screwed around early in the first round. And like, I think that's why they lost the 2016 title. Not just that, you know, they had the long season, but I I forget who, but somebody in the early rounds, they gave away a game or two 
And suddenly it's like, oh, shoot, we're down 3-1 to OKC because we're tired and we gave an early one away. Oh, it's fine. We beat OKC. We're fine. We're in the finals now. Not fine because suddenly Bogut got hurt. And suddenly like it all adds up and it's all a two-month thing that you're doing. I think it's absolutely a thing we have to remember. Okay, folks, summer is nearly here. So let's talk about Shady Ray's Friends of the Action podcast family. Shady Rays is an independent company offering world-class polarized sunglasses just as good as any expensive pair you've worn. And like our unshakable gambling spirits, their frames are incredibly durable. Plus, Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of their sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. That means if you lose your shades or break them even a minute after they arrive, Shady Rays will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Plus, if you don't love them, that's fine. Nobody gets mad. Just exchange them for a new pair or even return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. It's not like betting the Devils or the Knicks, for example. So exclusively for our podcast listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code ACTION for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. All right, Brandon, if I told you. You're making me do this. I'm making you do this. Like, (laughs) I may literally do this. Like, I may literally do this based off of what you say. Like, I'm willing to do it. We'll go with a unit. You got to play a unit. Just a unit. On either the Boston Celtics or the Los Angeles Lakers to win the NBA Finals. The Boston Celtics now are plus 1,200, which, by the way, continues to be an insane amount of credit <laughs> that they are still receiving. Like, this, the the books are handcuffed to their power rating and liability on Boston. Like, they are desperately trying to get away, and they just can't do it. They are handcuffed <laughs> uh, to their prior ratings on them. Or 1,200 or 3,200 for the Los Angeles Lakers. Which one of those do you want to bet with a full unit? All right. Actually, it's an easy choice for me here. I think the Lakers are drawing dead. I think the Lakers are done. And I think that the number for the Lakers theoretically probably has more value to it because this Boston number is horrendous. What are we doing? How can we still not adjust the Boston number? But I just explained the thing before about 40 to one, but it's actually 25 to one and you play enough of them. I don't know what the Lakers chances are, but it's too close to zero for me. We're playing not just to win the series, but win the finals. I got to win. The Lakers got to win eight games still to get to the, either one of these teams got to win eight games still. I don't think that the Boston number is worth playing at all. The number you have them at is 1200 to win the finals. I would put them longer than that to win this series against Miami. Like literally, that's the number. I have it at plus 1325. That's my fair price to make the finals. Now they got to win it. So I'm not telling you to bet it. You should not bet it. Don't bet it. However, 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 you're making me look. Boston looks like they hate each other and never want to play basketball again. Jalen Brown's already like chopping Zillow for future homes. It all looks terrible. Joe Missoula probably could have gotten fired at halftime. However, Boston, everything changes when the threes start to fall. And Boston is shooting like 30% for the series. 
in Miami, we've seen have leads and completely go ice cold. That's the other thing that Miami can do. Boston literally is the one team in professional, one city in professional sports history in America that has come back from down three, nothing. That was the Red Sox. Don't think that that's not nothing. If this starts to go like the script for Boston is, oh, they look terrible. They're just not handling it. And then they just, oh, they made like three or four threes in a row. They hung around. They get this ugly, nasty, somehow they pull it out in Miami. They come back game five, barrage of threes, blow the heat out of the water. Suddenly it's three to two. Miami's basically facing elimination game because you know if it gets back to seven in Boston, you don't want any part of that. And then you never know what can happen. Boston makes their threes. Everything is open. And if suddenly you flip that one, then I think anything is still in play. They're a good team. They just are falling apart right now. But one win, one stretch can change that. Don't bet it. Do not bet it. The number is bad. If you must bet it, Matt Moore, you should bet on Boston. They're a team capable of winning a championship if things start to go their way. I kind of lean towards Lakers. Um, and the reason <laughs> I lean towards Lakers is I don't see, I just don't one. I just, I don't see Jimmy let, like letting them get out of the building. Like they're in Miami. And also like they're the post game quotes are it's, it is catastrophic. Oh, it's terrible. Like, there's a quote from Gary Washburn that's like Jalen Brown is having to carefully think his words. There's clearly locker room issues. Joe Missoula is literally like taking all the blame in all of the world being like, I didn't have them prepared. Uh, Al Horford's like, I saw me as a player. Like it is catastrophic. Okay. The Lakers on the other hand, I think are like, they still have to be like, look, we could have won games one and two. Yeah. Okay. Like they got us in game three, great fourth quarter tip of the cap. All we got to do, like, and here's the thing. If they can win game four and they get it back to Denver, like, there's an ounce of pressure, right? Miami, I don't think, feels like they don't feel anything. They're dead inside because they're zombies. <laughs> like, they're lizard people, right? I have zero I have zero worries about Miami going into game five and just, like, snatching their soul in Boston again versus, like, yeah, with Denver, like, okay, things start to tighten up. Jeff Green's not hitting threes. Bruce Brown's not hitting threes. Things get to, like thing J- jamal murray has like starts to struggle a little bit he's known to do that he'd vanish for three games of the phoenix series if joker's not doing anything and jamal's not not scoring 30 a night what does that look like right so like if you were gonna bet it i'm on the other side both of us don't think that you should bet either one i will however i will bet i will bet a unit on the on the celtics and we will hold that ticket and just i and i will i will uh graciously give you 10 percent of any of the wings, should it I'll just say this. I, look, I, I'm wearing my Man City swe- sweatshirt today. I got my Man City all around me. Man City is the behemoth, now I realize. But Man City before all this was the team that always choked at the end. They're the team that could never quite get there. And then they had a game where at 93 minutes, 20 seconds, they came through with the goal at, on literally the last kick of the season to win the first title. As a sports fan, it is always darkest just before the dawn. I think everything you just said about the Lakers is right. They are the better team with a better chance right now, the way they're playing. The Celtics are shambolic right now. I actually prefer that. I prefer like they have already hit the down point of their season. It's the end of the team. It's the end of the franchise as they know it. And I don't know how they pull off game four. I don't think that they do, 
But if they somehow accidentally do it because like Marcus Smart hits seven of nine threes because Marcus is going to come out firing away. If they somehow do it, that's the team that has the talent to be like, well, you know what? I guess if we're here, let's just try to do this thing. So that's the reason. Okay, we'll see what happens. Um, You know, David Griffin wrote the email on the plane back uh, before game five of the 2016 series. And that was like that, that it was a famous email that really galvanized the team. There's nobody like that for the Lakers. It's going to have to be Brad Stevens. Brad Stevens is going to have to write the email of his life <laughs> in order to get the Celtics back on track. But look, this has been the going thing on both Celtics and Lakers Twitter. And it's true. Eventually somebody's going to come back from three Oh, we've seen it in NHL. We've seen it in MLB. Someone eventually is going to come back from three Oh. And if you're a Lakers fan or a Celtics fan, why not now? If you're a better why not now? Because it is statistically extremely unlikely. Uh, that's going to do it for buckets. We will get into all coverage of the NBA finals, scenarios, early matchups, all that stuff. As soon as one of these two teams clinch, if they clinch, we will start talking about the scenarios for the NBA finals. If both of these teams sweep, we are going to have a lot of time before game one. And don't worry, I will find ways to podcast about it to give you every single possible angle. Uh, and we will have you cover. You will be we will be the most prepared we've ever been to bet the NBA finals uh, if we can get that that time period off. Otherwise, tomorrow we'll have uh, picks for game four Celtics versus Heat. And then the following day, we'll either start prep on uh, the NBA finals or we won't. And we'll see how it goes. You can follow Brandon on Twitter at Wheaton Brando and in the Action Network app. You can follow me on Twitter at HB Basketball and in the Action Network app. Have yourselves a great Monday. My thanks to David Payne for producing this episode. We'll see you guys again next time. Till then, let's get buckets. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.